An entitled customer tries to dine and dash, walking out on his bill and refusing to pay. Things got so bad that we had to block all the exits to prevent him from leaving, as well as call the cops. Here's what happened. First off, this guy seemed kind of sketchy from the start. He had poor hygiene, he was mumbling his words, and he was avoiding eye contact with just about everybody. But I figured maybe he was just having a bad day and wanted to be left alone. Then, gradually over the course of serving him, I got the sense that he was going to try to leave without paying. And sure enough, I was right. First, he tried to duck out through the back exit near the restrooms. But by that point, we had caught on and had a couple co-workers camping right there waiting for him. But when he came back out and saw that we were waiting for him, he went back to the lobby and tried to leave through the front. But I ran back around and was waiting for him there too. Deprived of a clean escape, he sulked back to his table in the corner of the restaurant and I brought him his check. He spent a long time looking at it, presumably trying to figure out how to get out of paying for it, if not just delaying the inevitable. In between helping my other tables, I saw him pull out some piece of paper out of his pocket and start cross-referencing them with the check. It was weird, but hey, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and figured maybe he was checking a bank receipt to see how much money he had or something like that. But boy was I wrong. Eventually, he had the gall to just get up and try walking out the front exit again, which I again was waiting for him. And I reminded him that he needed to pay his his bill. He pulled the papers out of his pocket and showed them to me. And it was a receipt for a big five sporting goods. And he pointed to them and assured me that the numbers are all there. I was taken back by this display of sheer stupidity, but maintained composure and calmly informed him that surprisingly enough, our bar is not associated with big five sporting goods and that he would need to pay with either cash or credit. This went on for about five minutes. Him trying to convince me that somehow his $5 store credit at a sports retail could cover his $50 tab at our bar, as well as me fluctuating between frustration and stupefied amusement. Eventually, some other co-workers had gathered around and we collectively made it clear that he needed to either pay or we would call the police, at which point he defaulted to his backup plan, which was for him to explain to us that he was not aware that this was a restaurant. This man literally came in, sat down and ordered food. I mean, did he think he was at a car wash or something? I looked him in the eyes and I sternly said, you're not talking your way out of this. And he finally seemed to get the hint. With his genius plans foiled, he just shrugged and said that he couldn't afford to pay the bill. However, as our manager prepared to call the police, someone at a table nearby offered to pay it for him. And so he walked out a free man. I had mixed feelings about this because if the guy doesn't have any money to pay for the food, then he's clearly in a bad spot and getting booked by the police won't help his situation at all. But I also felt frustrated that he just got to wipe his hands clean of the ordeal and leave without a consequence. I also felt entirely offended that he thought we were stupid enough to buy his garbage, as well as his nonsensical excuses. But thankfully, as icing on top of this cake, I stuck my head out the door after him and told him to never come back. So all things considered, that felt pretty good. That is absolutely insane to me. How could someone honestly go into a restaurant, buy a bunch of food, and then just start making excuses as to why they couldn't pay for the bill? What a toxic thing to do. It does kind of sound like this guy might have been homeless or something like that, but even then, he knows better than to try and do that. This guy could have ended up in jail for trying to dine and dash, which by the way, is really serious. You do not want to try doing that, but clearly this guy had a lucky streak, and somebody paid for him before he could get in trouble. So hopefully next time he learns his lesson, and doesn't go to a restaurant without some kind of money to pay for his meal. My boyfriend read my journal and saw some deep dark secrets that I just wanted to keep to myself, and now, as a result, he hasn't 
spoken to me since, and I honestly don't know what to do. I am in a relationship with John, that's not his real name, and we've been together for three years. And just last night, he saw something in my journal that I know was concerning, and now I don't know what to do about this situation. I was journaling a week ago, after coming home drunk from the club with some friends. I had felt pretty set off by somebody there, who had been a tiny bit of a creep, but when I got home, I realized a lot of the rage I was feeling was misdirected. I was also just feeling furious about someone who hurt me many years ago, and I kind of had a breakthrough that the reason I get so absolutely furious whenever someone crosses a line with me is not about them. It's mostly that I'm furious about that one guy from my past, and I'm lashing out at other people who did more minor stuff to me because I have a lot of repressed feelings. And like I said, this was a major breakthrough for me, so I decided I'd let myself be honest with myself for once and put it in words in my journal. And after writing for a long while, I felt unburdened. I felt ready to bring my journal to therapy and honestly talk through it without repressed feelings. After journaling, I went outside to meditate and calm down my mind before bed. I did a meditation where I dug a hole with my hands and placed my hands inside to push out all the anger and sadness out of my body to bury it into the earth. When I was sitting outside, I saw my boyfriend pull into the driveway and go inside and I decided that I'd finish my meditation and then go in. But a few minutes later, I saw him leave again. I went inside to grab my phone and ask him where he was going at 2 in the morning. I figured maybe he forgot something at his apartment and was going to grab it before staying the night. I called him several times and he didn't pick up, which I thought was really weird. Then I saw my journal still left open on the coffee table and I was writing a lot bigger than I usually do when I was upset. And a lot of the stuff that I had written in my anger was pretty concerning, I will admit. I was talking about how I wanted the guy that had hurt me in the past to have the worst future possible and how I dreamed and fantasized about this person having so many terrible things happen to them. And I went into really explicit detail just to get these feelings off my chest. And I will say that when it comes down to it, I really did want some terribly dark things to happen to this man who had hurt me in the past. But on the next page, in a lot of smaller writing, I've been writing about how I didn't actually want that and I was just angry. But I hated and felt shame that I still hold that anger in myself. And I really wanted to get to a point where I could find peace regardless of whether or not he's alive and not blame myself for not being able to stop him from doing what he did to me. I also wrote down that I'm going to focus on facing my feelings head on and working through them because I don't want to be that type of person who carries this rage for the rest of my life. It's also really important to note that I never told my boyfriend about this situation with this man in my past. So I realized right away that he basically walked in to see pages of really vile stuff written out about some man that he'd never heard of. He texted me later and said, I saw your journal and I'm going to need some space to think. Please don't call me again. And he hasn't spoken to me since. I don't know what to do. I texted him asking to talk and he never replied. I just want to explain myself, but he won't talk to me and I'm really struggling. What should I do? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a really unfortunate situation, because it sounds like you're doing everything you can to heal from this situation. You are literally going through all the steps you possibly could to try and heal this situation in your life. And that's awesome, but it's equally as disappointing that your boyfriend is overreacting like this. The fact that he's saying, oh, don't talk to me, I read your journal, is really inappropriate. He read a small piece of what was supposed to be private and decided, nope, this is exactly how my girlfriend feels, which is just really immature in my opinion. Yes, these problems with this other man in the past is something that you kept private because I'm sure it was probably really triggering and is something that you don't really want to talk about. So it would make sense that you're not feeling ready to talk about this with your boyfriend. So maybe talking to him when he's ready and explaining fully in detail how you actually feel about this situation as well as reading him excerpts of how you don't actually feel this way about this person would probably be for the best. Because right now it seems like he's just overreacting and that's honestly not fair for you at all. My parents are obviously never going to accept my boyfriend, and I'm not sure what to do. I recently introduced my boyfriend of over a year to my Indian immigrant parents. For context, my boyfriend was completely comfortable with me waiting to tell my parents until I felt we were meant to be a lifelong situation. He understood how my family dynamic worked and wouldn't put me in any uncomfortable situation. My parents don't believe in casual dating, so I would never introduce a partner to them if it's not serious. My parents are moving to Texas next week, and I will be living with my sister who I am very close to, as well as her husband in a house they rent for my parents. My parents are paying my bills, such as car insurance, phone bill, and health insurance until I graduate university in December. I do work now, and I make about $2,400 a month. I have already accepted a job offer to work immediately after graduation, and I will be getting my own place, so I will be completely independent from them at that point. My dad and I do not have a good relationship, and he constantly disrespects me. I have tried for years to get him to like me, as much as my sister, and it's been exhausting. I've never truly felt like he's loved me, but more that he wants to control me. My mom and I generally are pretty close, and though she has stood up to my dad for me, she very often enables his behavior. As harsh as it sounds, I can't genuinely say I love my dad and mean it, because of how much I had to face in life because of him. I think he only agrees to taking care of me financially right now, because my parents did the same for my sister when she was in college, and if he didn't do the same for me, it would be a dead giveaway of his true feelings about me. My mom would also never allow that level of favoritism, and she wants me to focus on saving money. He used to be a very good father when we were younger, but it's almost like he's gotten darker and meaner over time. I told them last week that I was in a serious relationship and would like them to meet him before they left. They agreed, and they met him yesterday. My boyfriend is not Indian, but my sister's husband is also not Indian, so they weren't shocked or upset. They met him, and he was being very polite and kind, but I kept catching my dad giving him death glares. Then during dinner, my dad brought up religion. He is very religious and Catholic and asked my boyfriend if he would be willing to convert to Catholicism for me. To be clear, I am not religious. I do not appreciate the Catholic Church and harbor a lot of religious trauma. I told him that this is not the time to talk about these things because I don't care if he is Catholic or not. My boyfriend is Christian, but not heavily involved in church or very 
very religious by any means. I don't want him to convert to anything unless he made that decision purely based on what he wants for himself. If I wanted a practicing Catholic, I would find someone who was already that. My mom finally changed the subject because she knows how I feel. Both my parents drank way too much that night. My mom is a sloppy drunk and my dad gets very aggressive. My mom asked my boyfriend about his tattoos and their meaning and though she is accepting of those things, my dad absolutely is not. He literally called my boyfriend stupid and my boyfriend, trying to remain polite, just laughed it off. My dad then aggressively started yelling, asking him what makes him think he even deserves me and why he even likes me because my dad doesn't see the appeal of me. My dad constantly told me to shut up as well as calling me stupid anytime I literally said anything and I was reaching my breaking point. The night finally concluded and my boyfriend wasn't upset and said it was pretty much what he expected from what I told him about my parents. He maintained his composure all night regardless of what they were saying to him. Come today, I woke up very upset thinking about how my dad treated me last night and it was clear to me that he wasn't going to get along with my boyfriend. To be very clear, I will choose my partner over them anytime. I just don't know how to navigate this situation until I am free from under their thumb. My birthday is the end of this month and they plan to fly out here for my birthday. I don't want to celebrate my birthday with them if my boyfriend can't be involved, but I also don't want to put him in any more uncomfortable situations with them. What should I do? The way your parents are acting is really toxic, and to be honest, your happiness and emotional well-being is and always should be your top priority. I think, in my opinion, you have a great boyfriend with you. He kept his composure despite your dad being incredibly toxic, and that, in my opinion, is a really good sign that he can handle conflict well, and he won't be like your father at all. When it comes to being underneath your parents' thumb, you need to know that eventually, once you graduate, they will have no say in your life or what you can and cannot do. So I would start preparing now of how you can best accommodate that. Get lined up with a solid job as well as a solid living condition so that you don't have to deal with them in any way, shape, or form. When it comes to your birthday, there's no reason you can't spend time with your parents as well as your boyfriend. You could even try and see if this could be a separate occasion, making it so you can still spend time with your boyfriend while keeping him away from your toxic dad. Either way, you need to do what's best for you because your dad does not determine your life and he should not dictate your future path. My entitled parents planned me a surprise birthday party, but then made me pay for the whole event after the fact. And I'm honestly just very annoyed at what happened. So for my 21st birthday, my parents planned a surprise birthday party at this theme bar with my roommates. For some context, I had just gotten out of the hospital with permission from my doctor to only have about one shot of alcohol. And at the time I was still recovering. So all my money has gone to medical bills and recovery. I didn't have a lot on me or in my bank account. We get to the party and the party was great. My parents told me that they were going to leave early because they can't stay up till 3 a.m. drinking and partying, which is understandable. On the way out, my dad walks over to me and keep in mind, I'm very tipsy at this point. I only had as much as I was allowed, but due to my blood alcohol ratio, it was a lot for me. My dad then whispers in my ear and says, hey bud, happy birthday. You know my mom and I are low on cash. Can you pay for tonight? I'll pay you back. No problem. But little did I know the bill at this point was over $400 without having a single clue as to what I was getting into. In my day state, I said, yeah, I'll do it. When I paid for everything, it overcharged my card and costed me an extra $30 the next day. Thankfully, my roommates, being the beautiful people that they are, helped me out as I didn't have any money and paid the $30 and then some just so my bank account wouldn't yell at me. Now, you may be wondering at this point, did you ever get paid back? Well, I'm 24 now 
and I never did get paid back. Every time I bring it up to my father, he says that he will do it, and then he never does it. And this is a rinse and repeat situation where he never gets it done. If you can't pay for a party you're hosting or planning, then don't plan it. I would have been totally fine having a small party at home with some wine coolers or something like that, which would have been much cheaper if I had to pay for it with my limited funds. And with that in mind, how is this celebrating my day in the slightest, especially if they're not going to host it themselves? Overall, it was a pretty miserable experience. And thankfully, now that we live far enough away, I don't have to deal with this type of stuff ever again. That's really disgusting behavior, to be honest. This person's parents basically said, hey, we're going to throw you a party and then left you with the bill. I mean, what kind of host is that? And also, what kind of parents are that? They already know that you're in the hospital in the first place and you have some medical issues going on. So it's not like you have a lot of money to begin with. So why on earth would he plan this expensive party and then throw it on their kid just to be like, okay, it's now your problem, son. I think if anything, that just means that you don't have to worry about any Christmas gifts for the next few years. If they ever complain, just be like, sorry, you still owe me like 400 bucks. So if you want a gift, you can give me the money and I'll buy you something. I will say though, you have some really good friends. They were willing to step up and pay for whatever bills you had to pay so that your bank account wouldn't stay in the red. That's really good friends in my opinion and they really stepped up when it counted. Especially when it looks like your parents would not have done the same. So hopefully your future birthdays are much better than this one because being left with a $400 bill for your surprise birthday party is not exactly my version of fun. My fiance doesn't want to get married anymore and at this point I'm at a loss and I'm not sure what to do. I have been engaged to my partner for two and a half years and we've been together for five in total. We also have been living together for four years. I'm a 30 year old female and he is 35. When we started trying to wedding plan after our engagement in 2020, he began to slow things down. He pointed to his student debt as one reason not to rush. He suggested that we wait until post-pandemic before booking anything for the wedding. And honestly, all of these were really sensible ideas that at the time I agreed with. So I took his lead and I just waited. But since then, the goalposts have kept moving. First, he wanted to wait until 2021 to try and do anything. Then the date suddenly moved to 2022. And worst of all, I had bridesmaids in mind of who I wanted to be in my wedding. And there were venue quotes that were available. My wedding dress was already picked out and he knew all of this. So I was really unsure as to what was happening. But then he drops the news on me and I'm absolutely flabbergasted. He revealed to me that he didn't want to get married at all. He wanted to be with me forever. He was deeply committed to me. He just had an issue with marriage. And although we had talked about marriage several times before getting engaged, which by the way, these conversations were always instigated by him, he didn't realize how negatively he felt about it in reality. He doesn't like the institution. He doesn't like the ceremony. He doesn't like being the center of attention. And the option of just eloping to avoid any kind of fanfare wouldn't be okay with him. We got engaged because he didn't want us to break up. For me, marriage is important. It is a core value to me. And having had lots of meaningless boyfriends, I wanted to make a commitment to someone in a way that I never had before. But I love him and I wanted to find a compromise. But every time I try to approach the subject, I've been shut down. I wait patiently for months and I ask him how he's feeling and what he thinks about what we should do. But he never gives me an answer, ever. And now it just leads to endless fighting. Eventually, all of this came to a boiling point because we went on holiday and did a couple's photo shoot. The photos were gorgeous and I thought it was a really fun experience. But afterwards, he said he hated it. He claimed that he hated all of the photos and was afraid I would show them to people and they would think that we were married. So he said I wasn't allowed to show them to anyone, which is just crazy to me. Overall, he just ruined the experience for 
for me entirely. It wasn't so much about the photos, but the fact he actively, unnecessarily spoiled something small that he knew that I enjoyed. Now I can't even look at the photos without getting upset. I am worried that he has no intention of compromising. I feel that I am making a fundamental compromise by agreeing to take marriage off the table. I am open to lots of alternatives, but he isn't willing to concretely explore anything. I've asked if we can go to couples counseling or something, but he's always said no. I have been in limbo for this for about three years. I don't think I can take much more of this. And the longer it goes, the more resentment and sadness I feel in my life. What should I do? There's a lot of red flags in this story. This guy only got engaged to you to prevent you from leaving him. That's a massive red flag in my opinion. And that's honestly super sketchy. I mean, who does that? And it sounds like you've both discussed getting married pretty much in detail. I mean, you even have a wedding dress picked out. How does he not know that this is something you definitely want? So he doesn't want to get married, but he also doesn't want you to leave? That just does not sound okay to me. So if I was in your shoes, I would definitely take a good hard look at this relationship. Because based on what you've described, this sounds incredibly toxic. And this is not something that you need in your life. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.